0: Ortho, ortho, ortho. Yes, this person that you're getting ready to listen to on the episode just got into ortho. Stay tuned and listen up. You can do it too. One. Match day success. Yes, match day success. The black box has been open. Join me as we talk to a new ortho resident who just matched. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Dr. Darwin, the new dentist coach for another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the new dentist podcast show. Where we talk about getting into dental school, surviving dental school, applying to residency, life as and life as a new dentist. Guys, be sure that you are staying tuned by subscribing, also liking, sharing this content with classmates and others that you know, mentees as well. Also, this episode is also brought to you by GetIntoDentalResidency.com. GetIntoDentalResidency, the ultimate service for to help you match. That's right, match into your ideal residency program this cycle. Go to the website down below, get into dentalresidency.com for more details. Check that out. So guys, today we are uh, happy to announce another success. Another success story. It's been several years in the making and it has happened. Today, we're joined with student Dr. Anna from USC, USC from the West Side, who has just matched into orthodontics. Doc, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well, thank you. How are you?
0: Uh, not as good as you. Not as good as you. It's been a, a great um, last week for you. So uh, please introduce yourself. We're going to jump right into the questions and everything, but please introduce yourself to those that are meeting you for the for the first time.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Anna Ajay, and I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, but my family's originally from Ghana, West Africa. I actually moved to America when I was six years old from Ghana and um, went to school in uh, Charlotte in North Carolina. And then I went to undergrad at Chapel Hill, where I majored in chemistry and minored in biology. And then afterwards, I matriculated into dental school Um, to USC School of Dentistry. So I've been in Los Angeles for the past almost four years now. So yeah, um, that's me.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And uh, so shout out to USC. Shout out to UNC as well. Got some great colleagues there and some dental students like yourself that are actually uh, have had some great news on match day as well. So let's talk about before match day right? Because if, before you match into dental residency, you got to go to dental school. So let's talk a little bit about just real briefly, why dentistry? Why did you pick dentistry as a career?
1: All righty. So dentistry was not on my mind until, let's say, sophomore year of high school. Um, Prior to that, I wanted to go into obstetrics and gynecology. I was, for some reason, fascinated by labor, <laughs> And just, um, just the whole process of it. And, um, I would sometimes literally come home and do like mini simulation cartoon surgeries <laughs> online and i um, just very interested in it. So in my mind, I wanted to go to medical school and fulfill that dream. But then in high school, I was a part of a program called the Y achievers. Um, and they basically go to low income title, um, when high schools, where majority of the students, there receive free or reduced lunch. So their goal is to expose us to different career pathways. And they knew that I was interested in medicine. Um, But the summer that they were placing us in our respective fields of interest, um, they couldn't find uh, anything in medicine that summer. So they found dentistry. (laughs) So I always like to say dentistry kind of fell into my lap. And so um, I was paired up with a dentist here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I feel like it was meant to be because I'd never met her before. Um, she lived literally like five minutes away from me. Wow. Went to dental school at UNC as well. And she, um, actually does missionary trips to Ghana once a year. So I'm like, what are the chances? And she knew one of my uncles in Ghana. (laughs) And I remember walking into her office and she told me, you know, you're not going to go to medical school. Right. And I'm like, um, I don't know about all of that. <laughs> so, um, what she did is she would have me shadow her and then someday she would place me in her office and just read textbooks and she would actually quiz me in front of her patients. So, um, she'd quiz me on what tooth am I working on? What kind of anesthetic am I giving? Um, and after shadowing her, I really just loved it because it's like art and like, um, medicine in one and I really do appreciate and love those two things. So it really had me questioning um, my uh, interest for obstetrics and gynecology. And then on top of that with um, becoming an OBGYN, I never considered the kind of lifestyle. Um, growing up, my parents always had to work so they weren't really around all the time. And I know that I didn't want that for my future family and, um, in going into obstetrics and gynecology, you're always going to be on call and that's not what I wanted. And then on top of that, um, I always had this very like, um, utopian view of obstetrics and gynecology. Like I always thought that every child I would deliver would be healthy. It'd be great, but I never thought about still, um, births. So I never thought about, um children who would be delivered with birth defects. I never thought about any of those things and my heart personally could not take that. So I think dentistry fell in my lap at the right time um, because while I was questioning obstetrics and gynecology I was introduced to this whole new field that I fell in love with. So after that summer of shadowing I decided to go for dentistry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's funny how things happen, right? Right. Like the the tooth fairy above just kind of put you on that pathway uh, unbeknownst to you, right? That's awesome. So let's transition now into a, uh, a very popular and uh, specialty, ortho. So why ortho? Why, why did you cho- choose ortho?
1: So with ortho, I have two main reasons why. As you can see, I have braces on right now. Um, And growing up, I was never able to afford braces. So I waited till dental school um, to get braces. And coming to dental school, I was advised to keep an open mind because you just never know where your heart will take you. So that's what I did. And um, I believe it was my exposure as a patient to the orthodontic clinic. Um, that really got me very interested in ortho. So what would happen is one day they'd be talking about my treatment plan and they'd be talking about these different types of wires and bracket systems. And I would always be that patient to be like, what's that? What does that mean? What is that going to do? And so I started going home and I would like um, go to YouTube and search up like the topics that they discussed during my appointment. I'd read like PubMed articles and I got really, really interested. And then also during our preclinical orthodontic seminar, um, we were exposed to different projects. And one project in particular um, required us to trace our lateral CES. And so basically in doing that, it made me start questioning why um, an individual like I, um, from an African descent, Um, is comparing standard values to another individual that's of Asian descent to another individual that's of European descent. It didn't make sense to me. And so um, I thought that it'd be pretty cool to go into ortho and just um, research that a bit more and try to see if I can make it more customized to individuals of different ethnic backgrounds. So with those two experiences, I was like, okay, ortho is definitely what I want to do. And I love the treatment planning aspect of it because. There is not like one way to do something. Ortho isn't black and white; it's very gray. Um, different ways to achieve the same goal. And so right. I thought that was very like mentally stimulating.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Why Ortho? There's the answer. So once you've made that decision, now you've got to get your application together. So share a little bit about some of the things, some key things that you did to get your application uh, prepared.
1: So um, at USC, we have a club called the Orthodontic Study Club. And we have a faculty advisor of that club. And he's very tough, extremely tough. He's the kind of person that's like personal statement six months ahead of time. (laughs) Um, Because there's no such thing as prep preparing that one month and then like sending it over. So he was very like hard on us. And um, he really taught us that we needed each other when applying to ortho, so like other students who are applying, we shouldn't be competing against one another, we should be helping each other. So what we did is that we got together and we um, basically told each other, you know what, this is a hard road already. So we're going to support each other in every single way that we can. Mm-hmm. So we were working on our CV and our resumes, I mean, in our personal statements, we would send it out to um, different faculty members, send it out to um, current orthodontic residents. I know I spoke to you about my CV. You helped me a lot with that. Um, um, Dr. Kelton Stewart was instrumental as well in helping me make sure that I had the right things in my CV as well. Um, And he literally spent like, he would spend like an hour or more with me, speaking to me about, this is what you should do. This is what you should probably reconsider. And it really helped me a lot throughout the process. And then, um, Just having other residents, um, it was very, very important for me. So what I did was for every school that I was interested in, I found a resident, specifically a Black resident, because, you know, our experiences are different. I found a resident at each of those schools, and I had my list of questions to ask them, and all of them were so nice to take time out of their busy schedules to speak with me about the application process and give me advice as to what to do and what not to do and how I could strengthen my application. So that's how I prepared throughout.
0: Wow, that's a great blueprint, great blueprint for success. Finding those uh, applicants, I'm oh, sorry, finding those residents at, other, at, other, uh, at the programs that you're applying to. So let's talk a little bit about those programs. What, how, many, how many programs did you apply to and why, just briefly, how did you come with the idea as to selecting and choosing those programs.
1: So I initially started off with nine <laughs> and then I started freaking out and everyone was telling me that maybe just add a few more because with this stuff you just never know what could happen. So I sat down and I ended up applying to 13 programs in total. Um, and the things that kind of determined or guided me in choosing those programs um, was location, tuition, price, um, opportunity. Alumni support, Um, because one thing that I knew I was definitely advised on was, it's one thing to be in a program and it's one thing to be in a program where alumni truly supports you. Um, They wanna know like how the current residents are doing, how they can help the current residents in terms of like finding jobs afterwards or um, just supporting them in any way while they're in residency. And so um, those are huge things for me. And in terms of location, um, I kind of applied, I applied to like two schools in the West Coast and barely any schools in the East Coast, um, mainly um, um, the Midwest as well. So those are the schools that I, I applied to. Um, I wasn't really set on, oh, my goodness, if I get in here and it's, like, just not my top location, I'm not going to go because with ortho, you're given the opportunity, you better take it and go. Um, So those were, like, the main things that uh, helped me and guided me in choosing which schools to apply to.
0: So once you apply to those schools, now you have to wait and you have to wait and you have to wait until... You get that email that says, we're inviting you to come interview with us, which is the next step. So let's talk about the number of interviews that you got. You had 13 programs that you applied to. Let's talk about the number of interviews you had and anything about the interview day, uh, specifically even things about questions that you got that were maybe unusual or beyond the normal list of questions.
1: Um, So in terms of how many interviews I got, I got two interviews. Um, And in terms of any kind of questions that were odd or unusual, I didn't really have any odd or unusual questions. But I did have questions that I was surprised that they asked me about, like follow-up questions concerning my answers. So um, for one school, um, I spoke about like the transition from obstetrics and gynecology to dentistry and how like I really wanted to have more time for my future family. And so um, they were basically saying that, well, since you kind of grew up with your parents always working, how did you make sure that you were focused? Like you didn't have anyone, you know, pressing you or pressuring you to make sure that you were maintaining good grades or Um, upholding, like, um, good behavior. So they really wanted to know from a very young age how I was able to um, carry that out to where I am now. Um, So I thought that that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool question. But everything else is pretty um, usual. (laughs) So yeah.
0: Well, good. Good. Yeah, I I guess they were just trying to tap into your secret sauce of success on staying focused and staying disciplined um shucks i would have just told him because that's how i'm built that's how i do i mean i didn't have any other choice that's all i knew was to be focused focus first success will follow you know (laughs) any other uh unusual questions or comments or anything like that that maybe you weren't prepared for
1: um no not really okay interesting like cool questions I personally thought they were cool but nothing unusual or out of the blue.
0: what was was one of those cool questions like uh if you had a superpower what what would it be
1: actually it wasn't one of those
0: (laughs) I know sometimes people get though get that question
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah 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 Yeah, it, it was I know that not from my own personal experience but from my friends who were also applying to ortho like one of them she had like eight interviews and um she was telling us like she had questions like tell us about the medium that you used during this research um project like five years ago and she's like uh i don't know and then another one was more like objective where they asked her do you know what a reversible headgear is? What is it for? Like those type of questions.
0: So oh, they went they went deep into the black box. They went <laughs> to see to see what she knew, huh?
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, those are really easy answers because most of it's like five years. It's a long time. I was not in charge of the research project. I was a contributor, uh, and I hope to contribute and do more as a as an ortho resident in your program (laughs) you know what'd you say
1: that's a perfect way to answer maybe you should go do the interviews for us (laughs) hey
0: hey sign me up sign me up well that's why you know i i help uh candidates like yourself when you're going through that process to get ready for the interviews because i i I know what it's like on both ends so um so yeah so yeah (laughs) So you had your interviews, you had your two interviews, um, you, you know, you have a list of just two programs. So that's, that's great. So how did you determine, let's talk about rank list. How did, you, how did you make the determination as to who's gonna go first and who's gonna go second, especially if maybe their positions changed after their interview? Cause we all have, all right, these are my top three or top four, or top five. And then you go to the interview, and then maybe five is now number two, and one is number number three, and four is number one. You know, it's it it can switch just based on the interview experience. So tell us a little bit about how you ranked your programs.
1: So um I believe like three days prior to having to. Um, submit our rank list. I was completely confused (laughs) as to which school to rank first. Um, And both schools were located on the same coast. So I thought about like what they had in common and what was like really different. Um, And one school was more traditional based in terms of their curriculum. And then another school was more progressive. Um, and so I remember asking that uh, particular, the progressive school that, um, how do you prepare your uh, residents for the real world if everything is kind of like heavily based on technology? Because for example, what if they go into an office that doesn't have a specific type of technology, how then are they prepared to deal with it um, by traditional means? And they said that from this this particular technology, you can actually extract information that you need to create a traditional treatment plan. And so I really like the fact that it offered the best of both worlds. Um, And the other school being more traditional, they were very um, blatant with us. And they told us that they are trying to kind of go towards technology a little bit, but it's a little hard right now. And so that was one of like the main things that helped me determine who to rank first. And then also tuition price <laughs> um, and whether they offered stipends, any kind of help that really helped a lot. And then diversity was extremely important to me. So one school was extremely diverse com- um, compared to the other school. So that's what really helped me rank um, which for whoever first. And then also the support that the residents feel from their um, instructors and from the program director. Uh, That was like a huge thing. Both schools were great, like 10 out of 10 when it came to support. Um, And so the other factors that I previously described are what basically helped me rank one school ahead of the other.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So you guys ready? You guys ready? Let's do the drum roll. Let's do the (laughs) drum roll. Let's do the drum roll. Let's get ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Now, where will you be taking your, after all of that, where are you going to be taking your, your, your ortho talents to?
1: So I will be going to Roseman University of Health Sciences in Nevada <laughs> starting next year. So yeah.
0: Roseman, Vegas, baby.
1: Sure. <laughs> Vegas.
0: Well, congratulations. Congratulations. So happy to hear that. So happy to hear that. Roseman, you guys got a good one. got a good one well we also now want to get some good ones related to advice and uh and tips so guys if you have made it this far thank you because this is where this is where the money resides so to speak with some tips and strategy advice future applicants what do you have for them give us three or four top things
1: So one thing is I think it's extremely important to have a very strong support system Um, with ortho with it being one of the most competitive uh, specialties in dentistry there is always that um, negative connotation of it being extremely competitive and like no one wants to share what they're doing to get ahead but it's extremely important to have a good support system and for me um, my support system within the school were my fellow classmates that were applying to ortho we've become like great friends from it like whenever we needed to send a two by two picture I remember one of us we were literally laughing on Friday about how <laughs> how petty it was but you know during that time it was like a make it or break it situation like is my picture cropped to exactly two by two? Oh, could you read like my personal statement like what do you think about it um, what tips did you have to help you make sure that you submitted your application in on time? Like, what are you doing to make sure that you're not as stressed during this time? So they were really, really helpful. And then the residents that actually already know um, the students that already graduated from USC that are now in orthodontic residency programs, They would randomly check up on me and i was so like shocked i'm like you're so busy (laughs) um and it it meant the world to me and it helped me get through the process because it is mentally draining and of course you're questioning yourself like am i going to get in what am i going to do if i don't get in and that takes me to my second uh, piece of advice is to just make sure that you do have a plan b A plan B doesn't necessarily mean that you are already counting yourself out of the equation, but it just um, assures that you're prepared for your next step. So making sure that you have all your um, everything set up and ready to go is very, very important. And then um, third thing. So with ortho, research is a big deal. So I didn't do too much research in Um, dental school. I did most of my research in undergrad, but one thing I did notice during the application process and with my friends who did get a lot of interviews is their research. Um, They did a lot of research. Even if you don't publish, just get yourself in there because it shows that you have been prepared to think critically on a certain level, which is going to help you throughout the program. And that'll indeed strengthen your application. So definitely those three things. (laughs)
0: There you have it. Three tips for match day success as a candidate, candidate success. Um, Those were great. Those those are the things you got to focus on. So if you're thinking about ortho early, first, second year, guess what? Guess when you need to do the research. First, second year. Start as early, especially if your school has an ortho program guess what you can go upstairs to the ortho program and see who's doing research and volunteer right doesn't make a difference what it is as long as it's something is better than no thing something is better than no thing and you and you have heard why it's important to start early so you have that as part of your candidacy so any any future projects uh or I'm sorry not future pro- well Yes, you got a future project that's called get. You know, it's called Ortho program in July. But any current projects that you're working on or things that you're thinking about for the future, maybe even beyond residency.
1: Um. So right now, in terms of like short term, I'm just trying to successfully finish dental school <laughs> so we can graduate. And then um, long term, I actually really want to give back to my home country, and so I'm brainstorming um, like a medical dental clinic in Ghana uh, specifically where I'm from the city it's called Tema so I'm brainstorming with my parents and trying to figure out like the need in terms of like um, medical health Uh, and then also I want to take ortho (laughs) to Ghana so I know ortho is a little difficult because Uh, With patients, they're usually in treatment for like two years and they have to continuously come to the office to get their wires changed and everything. So I'm thinking of ways to possibly like partner up with dentists in Ghana and like probably offer CE courses that um, can allow them to be able to render services to these patients. Um, so I'm, it's like a huge blob in my head right now, but I'm still slowly brainstorming and hopefully with the advice of all future, um, orthodontic faculty and just a, a lot of other dentists, I'd be able to plan that out successfully.
0: Yeah. I, and I would tell you as a quick aside to make sure that you tap into those folks that have helped you along the way, uh, and that will continue to help you along the way because, they also may have that same idea or a plan, and they may have already started. So, uh, check with those folks that have that have helped you during this process, so that they can continue to network and provide you people to network with, because that's that's key. That's going to be key. What also is key is talking to you some more. What what's the best way for people to contact you if they have some questions or just want to. Just want to say congratulations to you. (laughs)
1: Um, You can email me at Anna Ajay. So my first and my last name and the number one at gmail.com. And we can talk from there.
0: (laughs) Awesome. There it is, guys. You've heard the talk. You've heard the success. You've heard the tips. And you have seen another success, match day success, and I'm glad to hear it. And I'm also glad to know uh, that I had something to do with it, or at least to help you a little bit getting that CV ready uh, and getting that format, because that's the that's the part of the of the application that sets you up for the next step, which is the interview, right? So so glad to hear that. Uh, another success story. And you guys, if you want to check out some more success stories, go to check out these videos right here and they will help you. And that's our time. Love, peace, and smiles. We'll see you on the next video. Congrats, Dot.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> hey, I hope you guys liked that episode. There's more, more to listen to and more to learn from. Make sure you subscribe and tune in at
1: the next next episode. Peace.